a playlist original. ready to be petty. Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. I cannot believe the first week of January has come and gone. I'm back to work. I worked from home this week, which was a blessing because it was a slow re-entry. I literally like forgot how to navigate like Microsoft Teams and you know forgot what I was working on and all of that stuff. So it was a little bit of a slow slog. I am back in hot yoga, which is really nice just to have a routine. Um, you know, it's getting light out earlier. I had plans this weekend. Life is good. I hope by the time this comes out on Sunday, life is still good. I've also been watching Siesta Key, which I watched the first four seasons like as they aired, but then just kind of like fell off. And sorry, I just want to say I watched the first three seasons as they aired and then binged the second half of the third season. And now I'm on the fourth season and it is such good TV. If you were ever a fan of the Hills or Laguna Beach, you should definitely check it out because it's by the same creator, Adam DeVillo. Um, it's just very seemingly like old school reality TV. You know, it's just a classic MTV show. It's like similar vibe to Bravo shows, but a little different. And um, I'm really enjoying that. On the Patreon this week, I am talking about Nepo Babies with Champ. There was that uh, viral New Yorker article. So we're going to talk about that. Best and worst Nepo Babies you know, all the discourse <laughs> that you can imagine. We're going to draft nep- Nepo Baby teams, uh, talk about the the word Nepo Baby, where that came from. It's going to be super fun. So you can find that episode out this Thursday on patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. And next week, another friend is joining me. Courtney will be back. We're going to talk about Miley Cyrus's pettiest moments throughout her entire career She's had some tweets. She's had some VMA performance clap bags, all of that stuff. We're going to dive into it and then talk about her new music because there will be a new song out by then. I think it's called Flowers. I'm VVV excited for this new Miley era. And the week after that, <laughs> I have my interview with Goldie Maldowski, who is the author of Lord of the Fly Fest, which is a book we are book clubbing over on Patreon. So if you want to get access to that book, come read it and chat with us next Tuesday and then listen to my interview with the author. Check out patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. I want to say thank you so much to Jade and to Kayla C for being my lovely patrons this week. Thank you so much for supporting the show, believing in me and my content. I appreciate it so much. And you, you all are never far from my thoughts. Let's just say that. (laughs) I also made the goal of reaching 200 reviews on Apple podcasts in 2023. I'm at like 150 and I 
see them rolling in now like there's been like a handful more so if you haven't left a review uh for the podcast I would super appreciate it it in like layman's terms no not even layman's terms layperson's terms because this is like pretty easy to understand but basically there's a chart (laughs) it's connected to an algorithm based on downloads and reviews and all of that BS and the more downloads I have and the more reviews I have means I will climb higher on the charts so more people will find the podcast you know more guests will uh, take my requests seriously when I ask for them to come on the show all of those fun things just more opportunities for the podcast so if you haven't already head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a rating and review um one of my listeners <laughs> she's the best honestly but she was like I also grabbed my partner's phone and filled it out on his and I was like that's a true petty Betty <laughs> like that's my girl so <laughs> I appreciate it so much uh last but not least I want to share that the RTBP Starbucks cups are they were out of stock but they're back in stock over at Etsy so you can get a customized RTBP Starbucks cup to sip on your iced latte, iced water, iced diet coke and they're the best. Uh, The link is in the episode show notes and all of the bios of my socials and I'm currently on Utah Soda Shop TikTok and let me tell you the way that I've been trying to hunt down a coconut creamer so I can make the coconut creamer diet coke fresh lime dirty soda or whatever is um it's getting unhinged at this point if you have any Canadian leads on a coconut creamer please let me know I might honestly make a trip down to the states like just the concept of soda shops is just uh really heals a part of me that you don't understand and I will have to do a trip to one of them in the states sometime this year okay really finally before we get to the show I know we talked about this last week but this is your reminder to check out two cents critic if you're in the mood for discussions about books movies and tv shows the podcast is hosted by Arthur Howell and he has a range of special guests, including me, who take the time to break down plenty of media like contemporary romance novels, Netflix movies, and the latest MCU shows on Disney+. Plus. He just released an episode about the top 10 TV shows of 2022, and it was an absolute delight to listen to. So you can tune into Two Cents Critic on all podcast platforms and check it out on Twitter and Instagram at 2 T-W-O underscore sense critics. There are new episodes every Wednesday. Okay, friends, it's time to get to the show. Here's my convo with Sam and Shelby. I'm back with two very special guests, Sam and Shelby from the ROM Complex. How are you both doing? So, so good, Tori. Oh, We're so here with good, you. good, Tori. <laughs> I know. It's been so nice to catch up. I just want to say that right off the, the Oh, job. yeah. It feels like it, no time yeah, has definitely. passed. We're just, we're just three <laughs> friends catching up over Zoom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. So you two were on the podcast on episode 72 uh, last January, January That's 2021. Crazy. 
Or was it two? No, definitely Wait. January 2022. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. What is <laughs> time? Ago, oh, gosh. What is time? Because we were talking about how Tristan had just cheated on Chloe again. Yes, that did happen la- last year. Yes. Yeah, that wow. is so wild. And that continued all throughout 2022. <laughs> yeah. We also talked about our fave movies because you both recap movies over on your mm-hmm. podcast. Lots of them. Yeah, we do. So many. What was your favorite movie of 2022? <laughs> so movie in general, my favorite was everything yeah. everywhere all you once. stole really my movie no i'm literally gonna to murder you i have not <laughs> I, saw it with you. I know i literally i i need to, i need to put this on the record i saw that movie and i immediately bullied all of my friends into watching it i was like no everyone <laughs> has to watch this movie i'm not kidding we we need to go right now <laughs> um yeah that was that movie so oh, good i don't even want to talk about I it know, it's I so like good we could do like a full <laughs> so episode good. just on that movie i also my friends bullied me into it cuz i don't watch a lot of movies like i watch a lot of movies like the ones that you cover on the rom complex, <laughs> like I rewatch those mm-hmm. a lot, but like I don't watch a lot of like new movies. Yeah. And then I finally watched it. I was like, "Oh, this is like amazing! <laughs> like I should watch more." Yeah, it it blows your brain apart. But I was gonna say for Shelby, I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, Meet Cute as one of your favorite movies of 2022. I was about to. Well, okay. Yeah, I okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Kind of we like... jumped the gun. I got too aggressive to defend my favorite movie, Everything <laughs> because... Everywhere All at Once. Uh, yeah, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, favorite movie. But if we're talking mm-hmm. specifically rom-coms, which is what we cover over on our podcast, uh, then Meet Cute with uh, Kaylee yeah. Cuoco and Pete Davidson. I really enjoyed. We got time travel. We got weirdos. Yeah. Uh, I it's the kind of thing I like, and we'll actually be talking about it in an oh, upcoming sweet. episode or current when episode, depending out. on when. This yeah, comes out. <laughs> that is um, a movie that I haven't seen because it was on like Peacock, and I just like yeah, mm-hmm. you know, don't subscribe. But <laughs> yeah, right. but it's so hard when there's such good movies on a billion it, different platforms because I just recently watched cha-cha real smooth, which is on yeah. Apple TV and I never would have watched it cause I don't have Apple TV, but I was at my sister's house and my sister has Apple TV. So I was watching it there and I was like, this is actually a really good movie. Like I never would have watched it if you didn't have if it. If I didn't totally if I wasn't there. 100%. Yeah. That's why I like like TikTok and stuff. Like it gives me a lot of suggestions that I wouldn't have like picked up otherwise. So yeah. yeah. Are there movies yeah. you two are looking forward to cover on Rom Complex in 2023? Well, <laughs> we're, <laughs> all of our January episodes are about movies that came out in 2022. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like newer movies. So I'm excited to talk about some more recent stuff because, you know, we're usually talking about like early 2000s, late 90s stuff. The, because of the I was gonna say golden, golden age. Era. Yeah. <laughs> like, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Can't beat yeah. it. Can't beat it. But yeah, that's just super. The the ones we have coming up are super exciting. Like Shelby said, we have Meet Cute coming up. Uh, we're also doing like Fire Island. Right. That's. Yep. That's on our list. And then um, the Rosaline movie that oh was on my Hulu. God. With, with, uh, I just with, watched um, that. It's yeah, super it's super cute. cute. It was like a fun, yeah. if you're looking for a movie just to like 
not have to pay super attention to, but just like have a good no. time. Like yeah. you yeah. like have to answer a text during it. You're just like, okay. It it's like yeah. really fun. I thought it was cute and campy. Yeah. You could play Wordle yeah, while yeah. you're watching it. It's, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I it's great. I really like um, So yeah. Who's the I always forget her name. Um the main character. Kaylin uh, yes. Deaver. Yeah. I she's so cute. From yeah. Booksmart. Mm-hmm. She's really talented too. I think she's really like yeah. funny and yeah. she's a good actor. Yeah, I really like her. Yeah. So she's really cute. And the guy, I don't even know who the guy in that movie is, what his name is, but he's yeah. attractive. And I only watch <laughs> I only watch movies with guys I think are attractive. Like it's call it my toxic trait. Who cares? <laughs> Isn't that what movies yeah. are for? Yeah. Really? Like, watch attractive yeah. people. Come on. Um, are you both excited for Barbie? I am. I am. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yes. Yes, I'm a huge Greta. So I actually, early Greta stuff I wasn't really into, um, but then I watched Little Women and it like changed my life. Uh, and I'll never, I'll never <laughs> not love Greta Gerwig after that. So I'm just really excited to see what she's going to do with Me Barbie. Too. Yeah, as soon as I saw the trailer, because like yeah. when all the stills were coming out, I was like, oh, this is like, like real campy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what's what happening? <laughs> yeah. But then as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm like, I, the way I'm just going to like make this my personality for 2023. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> I see yeah neither do that. I, neither do I. <laughs> okay, let's get into uh, today's show. So we're going to talk about Harry, a lot of Prince Harry, just because his new memoir <laughs> drops next week, but a bunch of shit has been coming out all this week. On the royal theme, we're going to talk about Queen Charlotte, the Bridgerton spinoff, and season three buzz, which Sam and Shelby just covered over on their Patreon. And then... Rolling Stones article about like the greatest 200 singers alive and then I added this just for a personal like I just had to talk about it but Hailey Bieber starting like a new cooking show and then we're gonna nominate a pettyweight champion of the week and then uh Sam you're gonna share a this week in petty story oh yeah yeah okay Okay, this week it's been a long week, so there's okay. a lot. Amazing. <laughs> so Harry's new memoir, do you two have plans to read the book? It's really not something I would usually read, but I will absolutely read yeah, all of the yeah. tweets about it. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a vibe. I I I will probably yeah. read it just because I'm the nosiest person I know, frankly, and I just want I wanna know. <laughs> what he has to say I I genuinely don't think he is going to be as like brutal and scathing as everyone's making it seem simply because he's had so many opportunities to be that and he hasn't so I'm like "Mm -hmm." he's not going to so maybe all of the worst stuff we've already heard like from what they've said it's like when they put all of the jokes in the trailer yeah I can almost (laughs) bet that's exactly what happened because we got a lot of like clickbaity titles which again I was hook line and sinker clicking on every single one of them like I kept adding to this outline um like every like five minutes but I felt like I really wanted to read it and now I feel like I'm getting just a teach burnt out after the documentary and then he has two interviews which I probably will watch on Sunday and I'm like I'll probably read some articles mm-hmm. and maybe like revisit this down the road because I'm really interested in hearing his voice like his not that I'm going to listen to the audiobook I'll probably read it but like his like I don't know just the way that he tells the story I think would be really interesting mm-hmm. yeah like the story from his point, yeah, point of view it, yeah like hearing it from the yeah source, basically. yeah and 
I yeah, I just think it's unique. Which is kind of why I want to listen to the yeah, audio. Yeah, because he does narrate it, so maybe, maybe he is I narrating it. I'm kind of yeah. like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, <laughs> I'm Prince Harry. <laughs> Is that what he said? Like? Yeah. I thought he had okay. joined your like. Dead ringer. <laughs> I've been working on it. I've been working really hard. Spoiler alert Shelby is actually yeah, Prince Harry. Yeah, she is. Uh, it's a whole. Wouldn't that be a treat? <laughs> That would be a dream come true for Sam. Your friend turns out he's been secret royalty and is going to pay for the rest of your life. Waiting to happen. Let's go. (laughs) Pay my life, please. Uh. So there was like weirdly no advanced copies of this book sent out to any like news sources. Do either of you know why? Or do do you just think it was like too create intrigue yeah i suspect it's like oh we don't want anyone to know before we don't want a snape kills dumbledore situation like i guess that's fair because again i feel like maybe it's like understated how historic this is because we never hear from the royal family like directly it's always through third parties but yeah, mm-hmm. apparently it accidentally went on sale in Spain early and then people like leaked excerpts, which is where we got all these like wild storylines, which we're recording this on Thursday, January 5th. And like this is like breaking in the last like 12 hours. So it's a I hot, know, right, story. hot off we're the right, presses. We're, like, we're, <laughs> we're right on it. So, okay, let's do like kind of not rapid fire, but like let's just go through some of the, the stories. This was sad. When Prince Charles told Harry about Princess Diana's death, he didn't hug him. He just. It's that's so, so British. British. He just like though. put his hand oh. on his knee. And I was like, that's like just thinking about masculinity and stoicism and shit like that. I just was like, this is. Really, like, point in case... That's not the saying I'm looking for. But this is really, like, an example of, like, (laughs) hug your children and, like, like show affection and and comfort and stuff. Well, I think the way the royal family is, like, was Prince Charles even spending that much time with his kids, you know? Like... Well, that's why the whole death of Diana was crazy, because Diana was really an active parent, you know? So it's like, she was. And so to lose him, uh, to lose her at such a young age, and then not have warmth or any kind of care Mm -hmm. for the, your, I was going to say next of kin, but you know, like your next caregiver, (laughs) um, is oh my god it, it makes me so sad for him like only sad enough that he's still like a rich yeah man, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he's right. like royalty but yeah. it's still sad to think that yeah. the, and especially when you think back to like the photos and videos from diana's funeral where you see just like little baby harry walking behind the casket that makes it extra sad for me yeah like, mm, like a full baby. suit like that it's just yeah just the yeah weirdness of all that is is really sad and yeah I think like that's really affected him like you kind of see that throughout his adult life and and what he wants to do differently mm-hmm. with his children um yeah. in his teen years he said he did drugs at like eating college and stuff which like a, pri- a private school uh, yeah like, go for it dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. a rich private school he's a yeah. prince like what are like, we expecting here drugs, I'm sure um 
Apparently, oh, yeah. he lost his virginity in 2001 outside of a pub to an older woman in like a field. How what, how old was he, he in 2001? If I did the math mm. right, it was either 17 or 19. Wow, how much older? Well, was apparently, this one? <laughs> <laughs> that is my question. The rumors were that it was Elizabeth Hurley, but she's been like, no, it's oh. really not me. <laughs> so I I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> That is that would be a dream come true. He just lost bedazzled and he's like, I need I was gonna say that's such a like two thousand one British uh like this is the woman we all want to lose our virginities to. That's absolutely true. He addressed his uh Nazi costume controversy from two thousand and five. He was okay, so he was seventeen when he lost his virginity, I think twenty twenty one when he wore the Nazi costume to a really inappropriate party, like colonizer vibes. And he yeah. said that he called up Kate and William and they like had a good laugh about it. Okay, what did you think of this? Because there's like two parts of me. I'm like, it seems like you're kind of like shirking yeah. responsibility. And also I feel like if you want any reconciliation with your brother, you would probably not say that. Like I'm like, that's fucking brutal. But also I'm like... I feel like this almost makes it like way worse that you like had a discussion with other people and you all still agreed that this was appropriate to continue on with. Like, I'm like, you sound fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how he's here's how much I try to apologize for other people. This is like I came up with an explanation (laughs) where I'm like, maybe. And this still isn't it still isn't appropriate. But you just think of someone who is trying to do good, but is kind of a loose cannon. They're like a native and colonial party. That's horribly offensive. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something to shed a light on how offensive it is. <laughs> I'm going to wear a Nazi costume. Oh my God. And then he calls up his brother and sister-in-law who are like, oh, there Harry goes again with his wacky ideas. And you could kind of see, but I don't know if that was his intention. And either Probably way, not. don't wear like, Nazi costumes. Just don't. First of all, stop making them. Second of all, isn't every party with a royal family member a (laughs) colonizer party colonial theme yeah they're all colonizer (laughs) yeah i think in i uh in a lot of interviews recently i guess harry is massively ashamed of the fact that he wore a nazi costume so i don't i where i love where you're coming (laughs) from shelby i love that you're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt i think he's was a dumb ass little white child (laughs) who was just like "Eh, let's do this it's funny that reminds me of when I taught when I was teaching like an eighth grade class they they had to do like little journal entries in the morning or whatever whatever it wasn't I was interning (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) one of the questions that the kids had to answer was like um who's someone you look up to or who's one of your heroes or whatever and some kid wrote Hitler so I mean and it's he wasn't a white kid so it was like not wow (laughs) we weren't worried he was clear and he was a class clown like he was clearly trying to be funny oh my gosh so it's like a lot of immature people will use hitler and nazism as a joke because they don't understand that it's like still yeah (laughs) yeah it's yeah. not funny. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, right. you don't get it? It's just literally No, but not that funny. is a good point about, I think, also just who Harry 
was as a teenager and as an adult again not excusing we're not Mm -hmm. excusing that behavior but like I I do understand like right it gives more context of like what happened because like maybe he yeah you're right like to the point like maybe he wanted to clear up the fact that this wasn't made in like this decision wasn't made in like a vacuum or something I don't know setting more of the scene of like what they were doing and why he's like a changed person since then I don't know who knows Mm -hmm. yeah either way it's like he can just you know be apologetic yeah. for just doing yeah it and, like yeah. move on from that you know well actually one other thing I want to say about this that seems I guess maybe transparent I do wonder when you are taking accountability for something like I guess it is better to to be transparent about how what transpired instead of like making mm-hmm. excuses or anything so I don't know we'll see I I, I want to read it in the whole context of yeah. the book yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say too I'm like it's it's easy to be taken out of context especially since we're getting like these yeah, leaks and stuff like that to not know that like like right the way that it's kind of written is kind of oh Harry threw his brother under the bus to try to like apologize for his yeah. Nazi costume but it's it could be you know people's reading comprehension yeah, is like zero these days so <laughs> like yeah seriously yeah uh, yeah okay in 2007 to 2012 he was like in and out of active duty for the british military he said that he killed 25 people in afghanistan a lot of that came from like wild. some nationalism with the us after 9/11 wild I don't I don't even know account of like his yeah. time in the military like I just feel like yeah. again we would never ever hear any of this stuff from royal family yeah. members prior to Harry <sighs> yeah I think people That's forget true. that he was an act like he was yeah. an active duty yeah. like for several mm-hmm. years you he's not the like heir apparent obviously so his for lack of a better term safety is not as a big Mm -hmm. a concern to the crown so like whereas William probably just flew a couple planes up and down like or he like got in a helicopter and like got up and hovered and then got back down and got like the medal for of honor or whatever um (laughs) Harry was like in Afghanistan like as not being treated as a prince being treated as you know a soldier it's just wild to even yeah, think about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, both him and Will asked Prince Charles not to marry Camilla, and then he did. So it's like, fuck. I guess he didn't want to like tarnish his mom's name. Like, but I don't really understand how like them getting married versus them just being in like a long term relationship would be like any different. But I don't know. People are stodgy about that stuff. Yeah. This is how out of touch I am. And I never realized it until I come on this show. But I'm like, who is Camilla? She's the queen of England, Shelby. No, that can't be true. Yes, she is the literal queen of England. She's the queen of England. Oh, gosh. Camilla? So he was dating her prior, I think, prior to Diana. And then, like, had an affair with her during their marriage as well well no wonder his kids didn't want yeah. him to marry her yeah and he said he wanted to be camilla's yes, tampon and he wanted to be yeah i'm gonna have to put a fucking listen this episode. <laughs> put all the content warnings you want to yeah, but look up tampons, yeah i actually <laughs> yeah 
That is not no, sexy. That's not, not a sexy at all. Thing to say that is not a dirty yeah. phone call. That's a gynecological 100%. phone call. Like, <laughs> I saw a, a TikTok about it where someone was like, you guys realize that Camilla never wanted to marry Charles, right? Like, she was fully never intending to marry to him, else. but he was... She was married to someone else, yeah. and allegedly, I'll say allegedly, I don't <laughs> want to get sued, allegedly, um, her and her husband kind of had that little game going, right? Where it was just kind of, you know, they would cuckold oh, yeah, each other. Yeah. I don't know. They would do things with, like, other people in order to, like, spice up their own marriage, and and so mm-hmm. apparently, yeah, she never intended to marry him, but he was obsessed yeah. with her, like yeah. literally obsessed with her, which uh, I guess it happens, happens to the best, to of, the us. best yeah. of us, you know, you know, <laughs> you win some, you win some. She's queen now, so she can't yeah, really complain, truly. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, into one of the more pettier moments, apparently, I think this was like in 2017, uh, before an event where Megan, Harry, Will and Kate were all attending. Megan forgot her lip gloss and asked Kate to borrow some. And Mm -hmm. she was like appalled. (laughs) 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 What? How dare you? (laughs) No, but this is for my lips. I don't understand. Yeah. Um. uh, And apparently like Harry in the book details how Megan like took the lip gloss, put it on her finger, put it on her mouth and then... I gave it back to Kate and apparently her face was like contorted because she was so like offended by the gesture. (laughs) The brown woman touching her lipstick. Like that's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) It's just like, uh, yeah. Because like if you've lived as a normal person, that's not a surprising thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would understand if maybe you're, one of those germophobic kind yeah. of people. Yeah, like if you don't know that would like make sense. Like, it, like this, their sisters-in-law at this point. So it's like I would do that mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like my friends and sisters and yeah. cousins. Right. She's yeah, not a but if you're at like a party, like yeah, don't share your lip gloss. But like I feel like if it's like a trusted <laughs> source, like yeah, just like be a, a good friend. I don't know. And this is freaking Kate Middleton we're talking about. She can just whistle and someone will bring her a new lip gloss. Right, she could have thrown that that would be hundreds of dollars for us to buy. And they'd just be right there with it. Yeah, for sure. And keep it. I'll I'll get a new one at the next for the next event or whatever. Yeah. Right. There are so many ways to gracefully handle that situation, even if you don't want someone else sharing your lip gloss with you're right sounds to me like kate's not very graceful i don't think she is and i I think we're gonna hear a lot more (laughs) about uh their relationship pre the megan harry wedding um when the actual book comes out so i'm kind of excited about those i hope so that's the interesting bit because a lot of people a lot of people have talked about the fact that the reason kate was so standoffish with megan was because like she felt territorial over Harry in a like probably not healthy way. Like oh boy, it's like she wasn't getting attention from her husband. So, but her husband's brother was there, and her husband's brother was yeah. getting her attention. Kind of situation. I was just gonna say, I've read Kate, this. I was literally <laughs> I know just where this say, goes. Have you read the royal we? <laughs> no, I haven't. But that sounds it sounds like a book so, that I should. Okay. Read. It sounds like well, it would be this. Spoiler yeah. alert! Apparently, 
it is about Kate, Will, and the younger brother. And um, Mm. they meet in college. And it's very, like, loosely based off of their lives. And she hooks up with the younger brother one drunken night. Of course she does. And actually, it's becoming... Because I feel like this is going to be... Yeah, really up your alley because of the pod. Oh, yeah. um, (laughs) Just me in general. So it's written by (laughs) Heather Cox. it. It came out... Okay. Like quite a while ago. I don't know if the like cheating in 2015. I don't know if like the they weren't together okay. when she hooks up. Yeah. Allegedly. With the brother. Sex. Well, yeah, it could have been during that like, the little breakup, breakup that they had. Between Will but and Kate. Kate, just wait. I'm pretty sure it's becoming a movie. And I think it was option. Oh, was nice. it Reese Witherspoon? Ooh. Nice. That's um, going to be good. Oh, no. Okay. Apparently May Whitman and Lauren Graham. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Love yeah. They're Apparently great. they're producing it. And Lauren Graham wrote the, is the screenwriter. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic. Interesting. Yeah. I will watch I'll it. definitely be watching it. I love, I love when there's a royal spin <laughs> yeah. on things. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't condone Neither. the monarchy. I'm like anti-monarchy, but when it comes I to know, the know. Romans, I'm like abolish the monarchy, but like. Don't look at my Goodreads. Like, but, like, <laughs> give me my Prince Charming. <laughs> uh, the thing that's probably getting the most news is apparently in 2019, Prince Will physically attacked Harry. He grabbed his collar, broke his necklace, and knocked him onto the floor. After Harry said Will was saying Megan was difficult, rude, and abrasive. Um, as well as after Harry admitted he was having a tough time being the spare and he just like didn't react well. Um, and then Harry didn't tell Megan that this altercation happened and she noticed scratches on his neck and like asked him about it. And he said, it's because Will like attacked me. That's so wild. In 2019, <laughs> first of all, okay, listen. Brothers having a fight. Normal. Normal. Yeah. You know, but in 2019, these are yeah. fully adult yeah. men. Like not just adult, but like yeah. adult. Yeah. Like you, you know? could be king at any time. You, you have three kids, right? You can't be fist fighting your brother. No. Sober? Guess, Absolutely like, not. <laughs> yeah, that's messed the up. Excerpt yeah, reads like you're, and like you're totally right that it's like two seven year olds or whatever, or like a like a seven and like a yeah. nine year old or something, and they just like right. can't get over it. So I I am so glad. I mean, I'm probably I'm gonna have to knock on wood or something, but I can't foresee having any problems with my family that would continue into that late like. We've at least figured out how to live yeah. with each other, yeah. you know, how to live with the existence yeah. of each other. Yeah. <laughs> that we're yeah. not going to get in fist fights. No. That's what screaming yeah. matches are for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even do those anymore. I can't. I, I'm oh. just trying to survive. Me and I'm my family my live life. on an elevated yeah, volume. Same, like, same. if I were to talk to them at a reasonable tone, they'd be like, yeah. what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can't hear you. Um, Yeah, that's so wild to me, especially to think that Will initiated the violence when, like, in my opinion, the person who had the right to initiate it would be Harry. (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry, you're saying what about my wife? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We're fighting. That's it. Yeah. And then I think, like, the 
like just the gist is a lot of people are talking about like how can you ask for privacy and then you're writing a book you have a documentary like all this stuff but he makes some like really good points about how basically all of this stuff was getting leaked to the media anyways through the palace so right he feels it's fair to like get his side of the story across yeah I yeah they made a point of that in the Mm -hmm. documentary as well to talk about how they never asked for privacy they asked they they basically said that we're doing this in order to gain our own independence um and to like make our own money and do all these things because like what they're really asking for isn't unreasonable in terms of privacy it's like I think Megan says it she says it in one of the episodes where she's like you know if I go to a coworker and I show my coworker the photo a photo of my kid it's not then his right to be like show me your whole camera roll I want to see every single photo that's in your phone right it's like I'm choosing to share this with you so Harry was he chose to write a book they chose yeah. to make a documentary. Those were their choices, while everything else has been the media yeah. kind of attacking them and planting false stories and all this other bullshit, which they yeah, didn't consent that's to. that's such a good point. Do you think um, he'll be able to reconcile with Will and Charles? I'm like, I really thought, like, after the Oprah interview, I was like, okay, like, reconciliation's possible. And then after the documentary, I was like, ooh, like, Maybe maybe it's rougher than we thought. Like, he apparently doesn't know if he's going to the coronation or not. And then this, like, has happened in the last, you know, handful of hours. And I'm like, it's really tense. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I always hope that yeah. people will be able to reconcile. <laughs> but it requires all parties to have a degree of maturity mm-hmm. about the situation. And, and like... A, be able to step back a bit from the situation and these are people who have lived in you know this unreal world their entire lives their royalty they don't have the same kind of experiences that we have who knows if like that's something they'll even be able to do I don't know if they have the tools to be able to do that maybe so much of the tension with Harry is coming from the fact that he is trying to you know, break free That's of that so true. kind of yeah. generate. Uh, even the royal family's yeah. got generational trauma, is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> no, they caused yeah, yeah. generational trauma. That's, yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> he, oh, yeah, no, he's breaking the yeah. mold for yeah. sure. He did say mm-hmm. after the physical altercation happened, he called his therapist. So it's like he is trying to like do the work. Like, like I know. I was like I called I texted my therapist this morning to set up a an appointment for the nice. first time since like August. And she was basically <laughs> like, Who's this? <laughs> New phone. Who does? That's yeah. I got who dissed by my oh, therapist. Gosh. Honestly, that's a good reminder for me to uh, you know. Like, it's the new year. My insurance is restarted. Like, yeah. Let's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta make let's those appointments. Okay, let's yeah. move on to some fictional royals. A lot more fun to talk about. Mm, Queen true. Charlotte, which is the Bridgerton spinoff, is apparently coming in 2023. We're going to get eight episodes on Netflix that detail Queen Charlotte's rise to power. I'm so fucking excited about this. It looks great. I'm excited, too. If it's more from the Bridgerton team, you know, 
It's one of those things where I will gladly accept yes. a prequel. I'll ex- yeah. accept a spinoff. Because I know they're not going to do yeah. too much with it. Like, it'll be just one thing. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. <laughs> I, I think Queen Charlotte is a very interesting character, too. So it's exciting to get to see her as well as like some other Bridgerton characters but we get to see especially because of how sad Queen Charlotte's story is in the world of Bridgerton Mm -hmm. so it'll just be it'll one make it more sad because then we'll get to see these two people falling in love which is like uh we all know how it's gonna end he's gonna forget her I didn't even think about that aspect yeah Oh yeah. my god, that's such a good point. It's like watching The Notebook yes, again know after you twist. already know how it yeah. ends. You know what I mean? Like for the yeah. first time after watching. Oh my god. Uh, that's such yeah. a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'm so excited because honestly, I kind of was a little tired of season two. Like, I just think like the Julia Ugh. Quinn novels, I have not read them. I w- want to preface this. I, 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 they're on my list, but <laughs> I haven't read them. I don't think they're like super well written. I think the storyline was like really repetitive and no. stuff. So to get something from Shondaland that's in the Bridgerton universe, but not from the books, I think is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just speaking with a friend about Shonda Rhimes like yesterday, and we were talking about how, like, obviously, who doesn't love Shonda Rhimes? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves her. But, like, when you get some of her newer stuff and you watch it, you remember that, like, she writes for network television. That is mm. her bread and butter. So, like, it sometimes, like, the fact that you feel yeah. the repetitiveness of some things is, like, yeah, because that's network television. They keep telling you the same right. story over and over again for, like, what how what season is Grey's Anatomy on? Um, <laughs> 85? Um, but, yeah, point. it's, I have to vehemently disagree with you because season two was better <laughs> yeah, than season one, yeah. but that's just my personal <laughs> opinion. yeah. That is my, that is the hill I am dying on, Tori, and I will, I will Uh, live there. For Jonathan Bailey stares alone. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Sustenance. I never need to eat again. (laughs) So we're going to see Queen Charlotte, uh, Lady Danbury, and Violet Bridgerton, which I think is also really interesting because obviously Lady Danbury and Violet are really good friends in the TV show, so we'll get to see like their beginnings. Mm-hmm. Ooh, them as yes. young troublemakers, yeah, like it. gossiping and stuff. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited. And then season three is apparently coming out this summer, but there's rumors that the production has halted because of a dark storyline that Shonda did not agree with. Like, what the fuck could this be? <sighs> Listen. that could be anything and i don't even want to speculate because like if it's something if it's a dark storyline that she didn't agree my my worries Mm -hmm. is it's something like triggering that it's like she's like i don't want this happening and i agree with her i don't want that happening yeah but you know if if she just meant like oh someone yeah like someone got killed off but they like don't want to kill them off or something like that i don't know they, I don't know. They've already killed people <laughs> yeah. off on this show. Well, they killed the dad, yeah, the one that's dad. True. But the only thing, <laughs> so like the funny thing about that though is the fact that the that news article about the rumors of this dark storyline with no information. 
um, came out, but was immediately overshadowed by the fact that they dropped stills from the Queen Charlotte show to like cover <gasps> it up. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That literally Hour, within an yeah. hour, like a couple hours, it was everyone was talking about. Because what the 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 drop was like photos of the actress playing a young Lady Danbury, and so everyone was talking about this young Lady Danbury, and nobody was talking about the dark yeah. storyline. Um, as someone who's read the books, so I haven't read all of them, but I have read the first. Well, I've read Daphne's, Antony's, yeah. and Collins. I don't. There's no real way to make them super dark. The only thing I can think of is that in the the Colin Penelope book, he gets a bit possessive and jealous, oh, like a little bit on the aggressive side. Oh. So that's the only thing that I can think. Like, I don't want to say like a domestic violence situation, but like maybe a physical yeah. danger kind of situation. Mm. And maybe they just don't want to paint Colin, Colin yeah. Bridgerton in that light. Because frankly, the show is way nicer to the Bridgerton boys than yeah. the books are because they are awful. Oh, in the interesting. Books. Well, yeah. Oh, that's they're pretty, pretty awful. Benedict is awful. Yeah, it's funny how they not, skipped Benedict. Like, good. I think that's so fucking funny. <laughs> do you think he'll always just be like a B character or do you think we'll get his season next in season four? I think they're waiting for something to do with him. I think maybe. He didn't like Everyone's capture yeah, no the offense, audience but the way the yeah. yeah the way that they thought. Um, I mean, and I like him, but like we don't know yeah. very much about him. Like they didn't. I feel like they didn't put very much work into Benedict's character. They just kind of like he's he goes to art school, and then the actor's like, okay, I guess <laughs> yeah. I'll come up with the rest. I'll fill in the blanks. Yeah. I'll That's fill so it in. Yeah, because you're right. No one loves him, but it's like, also, what would we love? Because we've seen like him go to that like sex yeah. party that his like. Oh, thank God for that sex party. The oh. artist mentor. And then, like, yeah. I can't, I literally can't even think of a third thing. He's, yeah, people have I talked think- about the fact that, like, at least in the show, he's very queer coded yeah. and they're thinking like, oh, he should if any of the characters is going to have like if they if they even can, let's be real. Like this is technically supposed to be Regency era yeah. London, but like that that could potentially be a journey. But you're right. They just don't know what yeah. to do with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, he's fun. He's so cute. Like, who doesn't love Benedict? You just want to like yeah. give him a hug because he's like high in the corner painting yeah, something yeah. you know <laughs> and you're like oh what a cutie and then that's it i guess that's that all you makes got sense. What? you know what they have to give them a weird like love a, interest yes. a quirky someone who's like yeah yeah quirky. a total well, weirdo. i thought that yeah didn't he have like an inkling of maybe hooking up with the seamstress yeah, he they, did. They did hook they up. Did they hook were up. like friends okay. with benefits. I would have liked yeah. that. Yeah. I think that I would have watched that season. Yeah, I, same. Yeah. But that was just a quick, especially like, because oh. well, especially because Madame Delacroix is like a a phony. Like she's not French. Yeah, and she, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you can't get much that would have been so interesting. Like a a full yeah. fake. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Here's what I think they could do. Write it, Shelby. Speak it into work. existence. Benedict's love interest there's some it's a she's like a royal she's like a well off mm-hmm. family or whatever um no worries there no class issues mm. they're yeah. in the same class 
But she's one weird, like weird and quirky. Two sickly. <laughs> People worry she's gonna die. And so, does she get wheeled around in like one of those little old timey wheelchairs? Oh my god! I, I, yeah. Let's go for that. And so she's weird, and maybe he has to teach her how to paint. He's mm. like hired to tutor her, and she teaches and him how to charm. love. Got it. Exactly. And then you know what we have? We have a walk to remember. Say, again, don't I we? heard this. I've heard this story before. <laughs> That is, he built her a telescope. Yeah. They watched yeah. the moon. Yeah. So fucking funny. <laughs> but in this way, like the whole tension would be like, she's sick. Is she going to make it past yeah. like through this illness or not? That's and then, so and then sad. I want to, I like happy endings. Let's say she makes it through and they're happy. She's cured. Like, she's falling off the horse. She's cured. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like but they only did episodes. that for one. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like one or two episodes. They do need to <laughs> mess with class a little bit, though, which is why I think whoever they do pair with Benedict needs to be someone outside of, Well, I think like, that, that high isn't society. Isn't that what they're trying to do? Because they haven't done that it yet. With um, Eloise, with the printer. I also feel like Eloise has fallen they into did, the trap of, we, we still don't know what to do with yeah. her. Like, they know who she is, but they don't know where her story yeah. is going, is how I feel about Eloise. I think she just reads too young sexy to have love like a affair, yeah. sexy yeah. love affair now, right? So it's like she's got these sweet, this sweet little thing. Maybe she'll have like some other little crush or something. But she, age unless her, they like, yeah, age Time her jump. up, uh, like like do something to. Well, they were planning to do a, a Francesca a season too. Francesca's like the second youngest. Well, that's why. Um, mm-hmm. And she's way too young to have a sexy romance. So they would have to do some kind of time jump. And like also with who's Nicola Lachlan playing? Coughlin playing? Penelope. With Penelope. I feel the same way that she's I know I've ha- I've been having this fucking argument for two years now but it's like she also reads young to me because she's Eloise's friend and they're mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah d- they don't seem to be like doing the activities that like the uh, older ones are doing. So I don't know. I just right. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll be able to in this season. In this next yeah. Well, apparently they'll, some of oh, yeah. the they'll be able to show. Like, she's gonna be a woman. Line. Yeah, she's gonna be a woman next the, season. I guess she Don't. is like on the. <laughs> she has to. Um, like she's come out as a debutante or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Colin uh, mentors her through the season, and mm-hmm. and then he starts man. getting jealous because. He realizes he likes her, so yeah, me too. I'm ready for it. Uh, after the way he broke her heart in the season finale, yeah, I'm ready for that revenge. Too. Sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> yeah, he better agreed. repent. <laughs> he better be yes, on his knees begging. When the man is, like, oh yeah, down bad. Just, yeah. just beg. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Rolling Stones. So they released a article this past week naming the 200 best singers of all time and the internet went wild because they didn't include people like Celine Dion or Jennifer Hudson or Justin Bieber which Haley (laughs) (laughs) Haley Bieber responded to but it is just like it's just a rage bait article it seems like yeah Um, yeah how would you ever be able to decide the 200 best singers of all time? Like, yeah. what, what yeah, criteria like so are you subjective. working And when, like, here? Kelly Clarkson is, like, 194 <laughs> or something like that, it's kind of like, I don't... And they miss Celine Dion. Like, did someone just, like, accidentally forget <laughs> her? Like, how could you? How could you forget Celine? Like, you put Taylor Swift yeah, on there? Yeah, like, high up. I think top No one, offense, 100. Taylor Swift. 
I love I love yes. Taylor Swift. Do not get me wrong. I tried to get tickets to the Eras tour. It didn't happen. But she she's not a vocalist. So like she's like right. her her lyrics are her thing. Her songwriting is her is her main thing. Like yes, she can sing. But like you put her dot Celine? Come on. What what are we it's doing? It's rough. What reality do we live in? Do you think that this is like just the new era of this is a big question, so feel free to also just talk about this article specifically do you think this is like the new era of like journalism though like just this like a it's a list which I think is funny because no one has the attention span to read like a full article and then yeah an article yeah it just you know it's gonna get the headlines and the articles and the tiktoks and the tweets and it's just and the responses from people like Hailey Bieber like it's just so I don't know so fucking interesting I think, you know, it's possible that they actually purposely left off names. They did like an algorithm and they're like, we're going to leave off the we're going to poll people, see who they think the greatest singers of all time are, put that all in a pool, decide what order they were in and then take like number six and number three and just leave them off the list. And then they like order like ordered it around again. I don't it's not like. It's like AI journalism. Literally. It's not like real. The robots have taken literally. over. There wasn't a single it's journalist involved in literally. making this yeah. article. We're beyond the BuzzFeedification and we're into the the AI-ification. That's AI. just so articles. true, though, because I always see on TikTok, people are like, um, we'll purposely leave out like a big fact or word or, or spell something wrong or whatever. And then people will comment to correct them. And that's the Mm -hmm. engagement piece is like just straight up like forgetting that stuff. Yeah. But like to be a a publication like Rolling Stone. Yes. It's because no one's talking about Rolling Stone. Like no one gives a shit about Rolling Stone. So they're like, hey, let's get ourselves back in the conversation. I Mm -hmm. get it. From uh, (laughs) I'm a marketer. I get it. I understand why. Because they just want to be. That, and they still are. People are still talking about this article. Yeah. So clearly, yeah, they, like, we're, they got the press that they want. And to be in complete like fairness to Rolling Stone, the top ten uh, were decent. I liked like there. T- I saw a tweet earlier that was like Rolling Stone basically was like, let's get the top ten right and fuck yeah. the rest. Like the the hundred ninety, <laughs> fuck all that. We're just gonna throw some random names yeah. in there and see what happens. Totally. Um, yeah, like Adele yeah. made twenty. Wild number 22 Nina Simone 21 Marvin Gaye 20 like obviously it's like the big the heavy hitters are like Elvis mm-hmm. Presley and stuff or in the, like the top 20 but Celine Dion like that's a voice of a generation <laughs> as a Canadian Literally. Like, <laughs> you're <laughs> it's also always gonna skew toward yeah. more recent stuff right because like we know more people now and we haven't the people who are around right now haven't had to test like stand the test of time the way these older singers have so it's like it's kind of a weird thing to say here's a list of the 200 of all time it's kind of it's so arbitrary arbitrary. I really want to know Mariah Carey's response to this she was placed number five which I just feel Mm -hmm. like she's like obsessed with that (laughs) I mean, wasn't Whitney Houston placed like number two or three? She was pretty, pretty. Yeah, far uh, on, Whitney Houston was number two, two, and Aretha Franklin was number one. 
yeah. was number one. Right, right, right. I agree. Hard agree with all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mariah Carey, I don't know. Part of me is like, is she, is she basically like, yeah, I'm number five. Um, I should be number one. Like, I should be <laughs> yeah. in the, I should After be the Christmas, one. I just have. Like, she is a diva. <laughs> yeah. She's a diva at That's heart, so you know? Um, and hey, she did have those whistle tones. True, so. true, true, true gotta give her gotta give her and she's laughing all the way to the bank because her competition ariana grande was like 43 (laughs) so for the whistle oh really the the whistle tones her competition (laughs) like what are they competing in (laughs) calling dogs they're that's the competition so speaking of Haley bieber did you two know that she had a youtube channel <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, because I did because she has this series called Who's in My Bathroom where she interviews people in her bathroom and mm, um okay. they usually are doing like some type of activity like a craft or you know putting together a charcuterie board or like whatever. In it's weird. Okay. I like anyway. I think they just said like we need something <laughs> that's like, you know, the yeah, that's like, like the weird. kitschy thing. It's actually Yeah. Like what? what? Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, like, <laughs> like, no one does that. It's like <laughs> Shelby, put that in the doc for for the rom com. I was just gonna say your Patreon episode. Once we get like a in the bathroom, like in a bathroom. If I had a two bathroom apartment, then I'd have one bathroom for bathrooming <laughs> and one bathroom for recording. Oh, you're right. That's you're right. So you're right. Yeah. Put that on the list. A house with two <laughs> <Okay>. bathrooms. <laughs> and Got she's it. Like, jotting it down now she's shown this was like cool her like mirror flips around so like they can put cameras where the mirror is so like it is authentically like filmed in her bathroom which I think was interesting interesting but it doesn't get many views she only has like two million on YouTube which I know to us is like you know the goal (laughs) like yeah but for uh Right, yeah, but for someone for like, like Haley, list celeb, I feel like that's really low. And so she recently started a spinoff of what of Who's in My Bathroom called What's in My Kitchen, which is a show where she's cooking, and it's very much giving Selena plus Chef show vibes. <sighs> Listen, I was gonna say it, but I held my tongue, and I'm just gonna say it now. If Selena Gomez had a show called Who's in yeah, My Bathroom, we would all be two yeah, billion yeah, views yeah, yeah. per episode. Yeah. It would be it would be like optioned for yes. movie deals and like network television. But I'm sorry, Haley. I assume that's what only murders yeah, in the building yeah, is about. Yeah, that's what I can only but assume. It it only yeah. takes place in a bathroom, actually. Um, yeah, it's, uh, especially given the interview that Haley did on the Call Her Daddy podcast, I just think she's obsessed. She's obsessed. Like, I don't want to mince words. She's fucking obsessed with her. Yeah. She's obsessed with her. Yeah. Just like us. Like, I also, like... I feel like I tease her about this, but it's like I probably would be the same too. When everyone is obsessed with your husband's ex-girlfriend that he dated like over 10 years ago, like to a point where you're on a red carpet and they're chanting Jelena. Like I, I would have a fucking chip on my shoulder too, (laughs) but it's just, it's 
crazy. I would so lean into it. I would lean into it so hard because I would think it's hilarious. <laughs> I would literally be like, you guys need to get yeah. over yourself. He's not with her anymore. They haven't talked in a decade. Relax. So I would do things like part of me wants to say she's doing this stuff on purpose, like the what's in my kitchen. She's doing it on purpose to like be like oh yeah I'm trying to be Selena but she doesn't actually give a shit but she seems like she gives a shit whereas I would straight up copy Selena because that would be funny to me (laughs) what if like she's like friends with Selena and they're like cooking this up together yeah (laughs) again she fucking needs it for the views oh my god that would be so (laughs) what if it was just (laughs) Selena actually what if Haley wasn't even in the it's video it was just like, selena cooking. It, no oh my gosh hear me out and i am available if they need anyone to write for this <laughs> Haley's doing her first episode just kind of like a selena and chef thing partway through interrupted mm. who's at the door it's selena she's the chef and it becomes like a soap opera and she kills like how are you doing this to me this is my show and then becomes like fi- a fiction yeah like it's scripted all of a sudden <laughs> about yeah, their like life no it is scripted. Yeah. it's absolutely scripted yeah i would watch it is Haley bieber an no. actor i don't know no she's just the the daughter of yeah of Stephen baldwin nah, and she probably yeah. couldn't pull it off yeah Stephen. Ba- i couldn't Selena remember could which baldwin she yeah was the she's child a, of, a model yes. um and an influencer allegedly and, uh, yeah, allegedly <laughs> You know, a socialite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. She runs what in those yeah. circles. Well, um. yeah. If they but, need yeah. help, they can hire us because she's, again, averaging like 200K a video. <laughs> like, I, it's oh, no. so sad. That I know. poor girl. She's trying so we hard. We can get people yeah. sharing yeah. this. Yeah. It's just, she's trying so hard and her husband legitimately hates, hates her. her. And it's just so yeah, sad it's to sad. watch. <laughs> yeah Wait, yeah they, they don't, don't he does no. not love her like he you can tell you, it's just so apparent yeah. it's sad like, it's very sad week, and i hate it for her where sad. selena no oh my god oh my god i'm doing it i'm doing it where <laughs> Haley and justin are walking down the street and their car is like maybe half a block ahead of them and justin has a skateboard and he jumps a fence and just skateboards to the car and leaves Haley like she has to like try to hop like under the fence and then like kind of trips and is like running after the car and like Justin like shuts the door like basically it's in so her sad. face it's so and it comes up <gasps> once awful. a week on my TikTok and I watch it like like start to front <laughs> like start to finish every single time but yeah <laughs> You're like, maybe yeah, she'll catch maybe up Maybe there's this a time. less sad outcome, and it's just, like, devastating yeah. every single time. Tori's living in a TikTok time loop where it's just yeah. that video, and she's expecting... Every time yeah. she swipes up, she thinks it's like, a new video, and it's yeah. going to end differently. Yeah. This is the one where, where yeah. Haley makes it into the car before the door closes. <laughs> That's how you break the time loop. Yeah. That's how you get out. She yeah, has to make she, it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because she had some viral tiktok moments about like some beauty trends she was following not that she created them but i think people really like you know globbed onto them from her but she's trying these like i don't know these different ways of engagement and content and it's just 
I don't know. You have to stick to what you you're good at. I think. Yeah, just exist. Like, why are we? That's the other thing. Is just, just yeah. Exist, if I right? was that rich and married to like someone rich, I would just exist. Like, and and road beauty. Yeah. The Kardashians have been doing yeah. it for centuries yeah. now. They just like exist, and people follow <laughs> yeah. them. It's just, insane. Just do that, Haley. Just do, just do that, Haley. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. Um, this is the part of the show where we're going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. And we're actually going to loop back to <laughs> Prince Harry. <laughs> like, uh, just because he's, he's our, our petty, petty king. king. Like, he's he's just been coronated truly, our petty king. like not the king of England. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. He might not be close in line for king of england but he's right up there agreed for agreed. king of petty Hell yeah. so uh, pop crave which is a twitter account that i follow religiously it's so funny tweeted out a tweet that says prince harry calls william's hair loss alarming and says that his resemblance to his mother <laughs> Diana, has faded with time it's never it's not, not funny. funny it's literally it's never, never not never funny, not funny. <laughs> The word choice of alarming. Like, why is it alarming? It's so good. Like, it's so good. Like, if I wanted to say something that, like, like, this is truly one of the worst things you can say to people, especially men with their hair. I just feel like it's, like, a big thing. And it's, like, but it's not, like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's sad. It's concerning. Choosing alarming is just, like, (laughs) perfection. There was also, like, a follow-up tweet where it says... Prince Harry says that although William is only two years older, the hair loss is more advanced <laughs> than his. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. We've all noticed We've seen it, it. But like losing hair is yes. a normal part of aging. Mm. And just the fact yes. that it's alarming. <laughs> it's, like, it's alarming even though you have probably the most detailed <laughs> like family history of anyone in the world that you could trace right. the, yeah. like fucking hereditary yeah. quality. There are so many procedures though that could be done oh, to fix you that. You don't have to William. tell me. Like you guys I've talked the, the real petty <laughs> know that I talk about this fucking excessively on the podcast. Go get a hair transplant. Like seriously. Do it. Like just do yeah. it. Just do something. Yeah. If it's if it really means that much yeah, to you, William, yeah. go do something. And if it doesn't or get don't, yeah, or don't because like like right. Shelby said, it's a normal part of aging. So like whatever, right? Yeah. Just like own it, yeah, or fix it. Like you only have the two options. I do think William is very butthurt that Harry is the hotter Agreed. brother, Sorry. especially because William yeah. back in the day was like a f- fucking back in the show. day. <sighs> he was so cute. he was so cute. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, why not yeah. let your brother have yeah. his time? You had your time. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you st- you thought you were going to stay a heartthrob no. forever? Joke's I mean, Harry's you. still yeah. a heartthrob, and they're only two years apart, yeah. so. And he's he in therapy. He Come on. He, I, I think he was. He was. he was definitely, like, he was, like, party yeah. boy Harry, right? So he had that, yeah. like, frat mm-hmm. boy vibe that the that the women <laughs> love, you know? We yeah. love it. <laughs> that the women love it. I just it. also love how, um, because, honestly, Pop Crave could be nominated as well for just this tweet, but I love how they picked, like, <laughs> the, you know, like, obviously photoshopped or just, like, you know, smoothed out picture of the memoir, which is, you know, a close-up of Harry's face. And then, like, mm-hmm. the worst picture of Will, like, scratching his head <laughs> looking sad about his hair loss. Like, 
it's brutal. Like, it's absolutely brutal. <laughs> I love it. I literally love it. Someone had a t- the time of their life just, like, picking out those two. They were, they were probably high yeah. out of their mind. They're like, I hate my job. Yeah. I hate yeah. having to talk about these people. Yeah. yeah. This is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I love my job now because I got to pick yeah. out these pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I someone who's like, I could choose the altercation. I could choose the lip gloss. I could choose yeah. like whatever like <laughs> storyline from all these leaks. But no hair loss. Hair loss. For the- Hit them yeah. right where it hurts, guys. You got to yeah. mm, straight to the straight yeah. to the nads. I love it. And knowing how <laughs> presumably fragile William is, I am having a little chuckle. Like, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm living. Yeah. I'm living for it. Okay, it's finally time for This Week in Petty, where Sam is going to share a story about something that happened to her in real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Okay, listen. I don't know if you've read the news, Tori. <laughs> Depends on what type but- of news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it blew up on Twitter because it was awful. Uh, so I don't know if you heard that Southwest Airlines uh, fucked the entirety of America on the holidays nice. this year. I was one of the no. impacted. I um, But I had it way, way better than a lot can of other just, people. Can you just um, do like a... Because like I... Yes, I saw it on Twitter, but because I'm in Canada and I yeah. wasn't traveling for the holidays, I didn't like super. Right. Can you give us like a little like summary? <laughs> a little brief, a little brief summary is that there was a huge storm that happened in like upstate New York, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that impacted a lot of flights, presumably. Right. <laughs> but for some reason, Southwest had an absolute meltdown. It. Uh, I know the reason. Yeah, because they okay. suck. Okay, because this is what's on my TikTok. <laughs> yes, I've also, page. I've literally also seen this. Yes, but expl- so, I want you to explain it. Most airlines have a hub that they work out of. Like they have a central hub um, airport, uh, right? And they they have like a central location. They're sending planes out, and the most of the planes are coming right. back to that central location. But the way Southwest works is it. They don't really have a, any hubs. They're just going from airport to airport. Like a bus. So, Right. So you don't really know if your plane is, your plane could be coming from somewhere crazy and then going somewhere completely on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily going back oh to the place it God. came from, whereas most other airlines do that. So when there were all of these big winter storm holdups, it held up so many planes that that it caused like a domino effect of planes being delayed. Yep. Something like 80% of flights were delayed or canceled yep. on one day. It was yeah, Ridiculous. like 5,000 5, flights on, on the day that I was supposed to travel, mm-hmm. which was December 29th. I got, a, yeah. I got a text message from Southwest two days before saying, hey, your flight's canceled. And I said, hey, great. Um, and they said, you they can go online and rebook. And the first available, because two of days in advance. Because of how it was mm-hmm. so much worse the yeah. like days prior i didn't even know i literally yeah, didn't even know that yeah. this was a thing um until i got that text message and i was like huh what and so the first available that i was able to schedule was on new year's day so i had to travel back home to la from texas which is where my sister lives um on new year's day so my first flight was supposed to leave at 8 a.m it left at 11 a.m you know little cute little three hour delay uh then I get to my stopover in Vegas because unfortunately there were no direct flights and that flight was delayed three hours so 
it, there was a lot of back and forth and there was this woman who kind of was like because I kept going up to the what's it called kiosk like the or, yeah the desk yeah. agents kiosk. like the desk yeah. area <laughs> and I was like okay like is this plane actually coming like is it in the air like what's going on I tried to get information and she kept telling me she was like it's on its way it's just like a little delayed I was like <laughs> that sounds a little, like again right, what like hours. a taxi cab company would say or something like <laughs> right yeah it's coming it's, it's coming close. don't worry it's about <laughs> it and this yeah. woman at the airport was like hovering the whole time and so I told them when I was like well can I get on this other flight that's also supposed to be going out the same day you know like earlier and she was like there's no point they're gonna leave virtually the same time like you should just stay on this Mm -hmm. one whatever and that's what the woman like behind me was saying too she was like oh well they're only they're all coming at the same time so it'll be fine I was like okay whatever so I sat down then my flight got delayed again and I went up to her and I was like can you get me on that other flight and she was like we only have standby and I was like okay fine put me on the standby list like we'll try to get on this flight that same woman who was hovering behind me um also did that she also wanted to get standby (laughs) on that flight and I was like okay cool we get to the other gate I'm waiting I'm waiting it's a full flight it's a fully booked flight right and they were like there might be some seats and I'm like okay what number am I what number am I on the standby list like whatever Anyway, long story short, I got on that flight, but that bitch who kept trying to talk me out of getting on that standby (laughs) list was not on that flight. So I was like, well, you know what? Karma's a bitch. (laughs) Don't talk to, don't try to talk a stranger out of following her gut on this like shitty ass delayed flight. Uh, I felt like I wanted to just like stick my tongue out at her as I was walking past, but... (laughs) I was literally the last seat. They gave me the last seat on that plane. And I was like, amazing. Let's go. I hate interacting (laughs) with people at airports. Yes. It's always extremely They're always the worst people. (laughs) I, uh, it's like the worst version of people. I'm the worst version of myself there too. Like, like I'm the annoying bitch for sure. So like, yeah. Like, I, I get it, but yeah, that's absolutely brutal. Sometimes it just works out like that, but honestly, I never want to book a flight ever again. <laughs> like, after hearing what happened, I'm never leaving. Like, that's December, not true. But I'm like, this is why yeah. we need to invest mm-hmm. in trains. <laughs> right. Listen, and Southwest is like the number one lobbying company against high speed rail in America. And that's a whole nother conversation um, that made me yeah. furious as well. Because I would love yeah. to take a train. Are you kidding? If I could so take a train better. to visit my sister, yeah. I would totally do that. But, but it would take you like two weeks to get right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if it could take yeah. a couple hours. Is let's Southwest go. the largest American airline? Yeah. I don't I, know. I have no idea. They're like I one don't of think the so. oldest. They are pretty yeah. massive. Yeah. Um, but I think airlines like American Airlines yeah, or like maybe. Delta yeah. might have them. Okay, and then one other question. Do they do the just the technical stuff? People are probably like, okay, this is like not interesting. Why do they do the non hub thing? Like, is that because it's more sustainable or are they cheaping out? I think they just got stuck in a in a system from like the mm. 80s or something. And they were like, we're not upgrading. That was the other part of it, too. It's like they don't run on a hub and spoke model. And at the exact same time that all these storms were crashing, like their oh systems started crashing. People lost their luggage. Yeah. They were getting emails from Southwest saying it could take 30 to 40 days before you see your luggage again. Yeah, like crazy uh like system failures for them as well like 
Because the the system, I mean, from what I heard, the yeah. systems couldn't handle yeah. all of the delays. Like, and yeah. all of it's interconnected of, like, where the plane is, where the baggage yeah. is, where the people are. This was such a good <laughs> so. reminder for me. Not that I do this, but, like, just to, like, always pack, like, an extra change of clothes and, like, your most mm-hmm. important things, like, all your meds and shit in your carry-on. God. Always. Never. I, Yeah. I couldn't even imagine losing. I was terrified flying that I was going to lose this suitcase, but luckily it made it. It made it with me. A bunch of my friends flying Ontario to BC bought air tags for all of their Mm, suitcases. And then, Mm. yeah, two of my friends, Champ and Dana, they lost their suitcases for like nine days or something. And it's like, geez, how? Like, how? I just, I could not imagine. I would feel so scattered for. And just like oh, shitty yeah. wild yeah. times. Never again. <laughs> yeah, truly never again. Um, <laughs> or not for a long time. I don't have a flight booked. I'm going to New York in April, and that's like my next trip. And I'm I'm good to not fly until then. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. this was so much fun. Uh, you should tell. The- yeah. Yeah, I was this like, was. we should do this more often than every year like, like, like yeah <laughs> yes uh, listeners, what's coming up on your show tell us about your patreon and anything else you want to plug yeah so our patreon is going strong on the uh patreon you get access to our bonus episodes which is about bridgerton so far and we've already recorded all of the season two episodes so we're gonna have to move on to a new show Yay. uh and they come out every week. They're short 20-minute episodes, but I feel like we it's kind of like concentrated Sam and Shelby. Very concentrated. Goodness. I'm I'm pretty proud of all the episodes we've done. So I'm excited for more people to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash the ROM complex and uh, get a load of those bonus episodes. Yeah, and if you want just our regular stuff, we are obviously all on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the ROM complex. We post stuff, you know, um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes stationary stuff, sometimes video stuff. A lot of our videos on Instagram do really well when we talk about our butts. <laughs> yes, so yes, if you're into yeah. butts, <laughs> the fans love it. Fans exactly love our butts. So if, if you <laughs> if you like butts, <laughs> check us out. <laughs> and if any of the uh, ready to be petty listeners out there are into yes. Twitch and video games, you can come check me out over on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash R2 Shelby2. What are you streaming? Like what games are you playing? So currently, I, I do a variety of games during the week. Currently, I'm working through Neo, The World Ends With You. And on the weekends, I like to stream Just Oh, my just God. Dance. Okay. She dances, I'm and it's very fun. <laughs> I've watched. Hey, that, that's so fun. I, one of my friends, uh, Kirsten, uh, is a Twitch streamer. And she was like, hey, want to play a game of Among Us on Twitch? You played all throughout quarantine and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like sounds good like I know you play every week and uh so I went on and she's like it's the hide and seek version which I didn't know what that was but I was Mm. like how like how different (laughs) could it be get on I'm the murderer three times in a row (laughs) like absolutely can't kill anybody (laughs) that (laughs) happened to me when I played among us on stream with my friends (laughs) 
And I'm so bad at being the imposter. Oh my gosh. And they were cracking up at me because I kept like murdering people yeah, in front like, of other faces. <laughs> this is the only thing I could do. Here it is. It's so funny. Like, it was, I wasn't on video, but it was like me just like by myself just trying to move the like cursor <laughs> like it was so bad yeah so um <laughs> i love that you do that that's super cool <laughs> okay thank this you. was a lot of fun thanks for coming on and there you have it thank you so much for listening and thank you to sam and shelby for joining me on today's episode like i said at the top of the show if you haven't left rtbp a review on apple Podcasts or spotify head over there, leave the show a five-star rating and review. It helps us find new listeners and just grow this little show into what it can and should be. You can also find RTBP merch if you are a Petty Betty IRL and want to rep the show or if you have a friend who would really like to drink their iced latte, you know, their iced (laughs) almond milk, vanilla latte out of a cute RTBP Starbucks cup. You can find the links to both merch items, the keychain and the cup in my episode show notes. Thank you to Playlist for editing this episode. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.